Hello, I'm Greg from MKFM. We present Dons on Saturday, every Saturday, one till three. Normally joined by Toby Locke, which I am today. Hi, mate. Uh, from the MK Citizen. And this week we are joined by Alex Gilby as well. Hello, everyone. Who plays in midfield for MK Dons. Number eight. You're, are, you a, are you a classic number eight? Yeah, I'd like to think so, yeah. What, now, I know, I know what a number nine is, because everyone talks about, oh, he's a, he's a number nine. What is a number eight? Um, I just think box to box, up and down, and normal number eight score goals, so... I'll leave that one away from my name. <laughs> Have you got, is there, does every number, is there like a number 10, a number 11? Yeah, I think they like, you've got the number seven, who's a typical winger. Number 10's more like behind the strikers and in front of the um, number eight, so. If you were to go to a club and the manager said, you're a, you're a, you're going to be our number 23, is that like, ooh. Yeah, I think, you're only making the squad, I don't think. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that like substitute goalkeeper? Yeah. Isn't that a reserve, yeah. backup reserve goalkeeper? That's like, all I'm saying. So that's an insight. If I was to introduce yeah. and say, Alex Gibby's a proper number 23. Yeah, I'd be gutted. I think that's you and me though, Greg. We've, we've got that number a, 23 spot nailed. It's a higher number than 23, I think. In American football, as in soccer, they can pick, the. Well, I think you can pick your numbers in English football. Yeah, you can pick whatever you want, yeah. I'll pick number eight this season. So why does everyone pick such low numbers? Like, I know Bradley White Phillips for New York Red Bulls goes for 99. I don't know. I just think the lower the better, doesn't it? So There's some great... I mean, there's particularly one good number out there, isn't there? Are you, are you talking about 34? No, more oh. than that. Um, what would you go for? 34. Would you? Yeah, pick a number famous 34. What? I, you can't. I, so I'd be like the best one. I'd go for a striker's like number two. Just to really, be really no, different. we throw saw that. that. We saw like William Gallas pick ten. That was rubbish. Really throw that spanner in the works. Um, right, so we are podcasting this. This bit isn't going out on air. Uh, it wouldn't be allowed normally. Uh, and then what you'll hear after this jingle is what's going to go out on air on Saturday from one until three. Dons on Saturday with Greg Burnett and Toby Locke, MKFM. Um, now, we've had a couple of players on before, George Williams, Conor McGrandles. Have you talked to any of them about their experiences? Well, I watched Conor's one. Yeah? And um, I'd enjoyed it, to be fair. So so they haven't completely put you off? No, they haven't, no. We have got a game coming up, if that excites you at all. I can tell by your face you're very excited. Yeah, I can't wait, yeah. Uh, by that. And a few more questions. Toby, you've come up with quite some questions. Yeah, well, because we only really get to talk to you normally after Dons have lost, which is... You know, not all that often at the, at the moment this season. Um, but we don't really get to know what it's like in the Don's dressing room. So I figured I'd put to you some questions that we might not normally get to ask. Have you worked that out yet that you're brought out after losses? Yeah, I have. Yeah, every t- I thought that every time we lose, I get a short straw and have to come out. <laughs> it's you or Dean Lewington before you as Dean Lewington every time. So it's nice to change it up a bit. Have you got? Um, a, a, how do you hold in that anger? Because presumably you're quite angry after a loss sometimes. I just think there's a lot of things that you want to say, but you know, you'll end up either getting yourself in trouble. Or, so I just think, just say what needs to be said and move on from it. How would you like, so if, say, the best thing happens this season and MK Dons get promoted, are you the first person that's going to be asking to come out and do the press? Oh yeah, I'll be buzzing, yeah. yeah. Just to get my own back on all you lot. So you, so you can get a really happy press. We're going to have one where you're smiling the whole way through. <laughs> yeah, not frowning the whole way through. Like frowning at a rainy Gillingham or something. <laughs> yeah. Which is I think it was I think it was Cheltenham, wasn't it? That I, I think you came out for Cheltenham on the on Boxing Day after a particularly miserable game, and yeah, your face was like, "It's Christmas, come on, yeah, give me a, know, give yeah. me a break. I don't want to be here. It's too cold, and I just want to go home." Yeah. Are you ever? Because I know if. If someone like makes it onto the TV, say BBC News at the train station or something, stops and asks for your opinion, everyone sits around and watches you on the telly. Do you ever show your family and friends, like when you're on the Football League show or whatever, 
the clips or when you come out to do the press are you like oh look I did the interview nah not really I was on Mel made me do Lucise the other day and I made sure I didn't tell no one so I didn't want to watch it oh really because yeah. I was thinking yeah it'd be like everyone come look I did the press I did the press there's you in a railing sodden away ground like yeah we lost again <laughs> can I can I throw one of your teammates under the bus here yeah go on in pre-season Ryan Watson did a, a, a post-match interview with us and his mum phoned me up to ask for copies of the paper <laughs> for his interview. I can't wait for tomorrow now. No framed MK citizens in your house? <laughs> no, none, unfortunately. Not yet. I'll send you some. Yeah, cheers. We're joined by Alex Gilby on Dons on Saturday this afternoon. Um, we were just talking before that about uh, Robbie Muirhead, right, whose nickname is... Boobsy. Boobsy. And this is the thing. Footballers love a nickname. Like, all footballers seem to have nicknames. Why? Why can't you just use your names? I just think it's easier to call people by their nicknames. Like obviously, Frenchie's called Frenchie because he's French, so yeah. it just makes sense, doesn't it? it well, it does now. <laughs> yeah. What's his real name? Matty, I think. I don't Matty, actually know. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be too Matthew, hard. Matthew, maybe? Yeah, I'm <laughs> not sure. <laughs> Matty would be too hard. Frenchie's much easier. You're right. The, one of the worst we've seen is Casey for Anthony K, yeah. who was a bit before your time. It's longer to say that than his actual name, isn't it? It is. Isn't it? Which was our problem. It's just stick with K and also short. Yeah, short. Yeah. Uh, but Casey Cagsy's quite a good one. Mm. Yeah, we had a great game for that, didn't we? Yeah, we need to play that with Cagsy. We do soon. Um, and uh, how do you feel about Gilly? Yeah, it's different. <laughs> it's different. I ain't had it before, but you can call me what he wants. It's the same uh, same amount of syllables yeah. as Gilby. I know. Yeah, you are dropping that B, which plosives can be quite hard, can't they? Yeah. <laughs> for some people, Gilly just sounds. It just it's it's a bit of a weird one for yeah. me. When he first said it, um, all the lads jumped on it straight away. So that's what they called me from now on. So, so now you're stuck with it? You're stuck with it, uh, yeah. for, So Toby Locke joins MK Dons, say, when he was a bit younger. What, what are we calling him? Fat boy, probably. <laughs> <laughs> he's got in early so that we can't... I've, I've got in early so yeah, that you can't have it. Bus, if, I, yeah. if, I, if, I, if I nip in, I mean, I assume Matty Bowdry's come in and said, you can call me Frenchy. Yeah, call me if Frenchy. I, yeah. If I come in and just go, you can call me Fatty, then straight away it nullifies it. Makes oh, sense. I was going to say like Lockie. I was going to say Lockie as well. Yeah. Oh, fair <laughs> enough, yeah. Oh, I'll take that. I'll take that, yeah. Forget everything I've just said. Lockie's fine. What about if Greg Burnett joins MK Dons, what are you calling me? I don't know. Gregster? Something like that. Gregster, yeah. Mm. Cool that. <laughs> It'd take a lot to make me cool. Uh, unless you're like a lone winger, people are kind of known for stuff uh, through their playing career. And recently on Twitter, you've sort of become known for your fist pump after a win. Yeah, I think, um, obviously, when Cal Reed made a big deal out of it, I thought, I have to carry this on here. So, now when I see it, I just give it a little fist pump. Yeah, and annoyingly for me, and during my research, you fist bump silently every time, so it doesn't work on radio. I, I, I wanted some noise from you. But we're going to play a game called what, Pump or Dump. So, whether I'm going to say things, and you say whether it's a fist pump, like good, or yeah. dump as in, I'll get rid of that. All right, then. All right, you happy to play pump or yeah, dump? We'll do, do that in a bit. Just gone half past one on Saturday afternoon. Hello, I'm Greg, joined by Toby Locke and by Alex Gilby today for Dons on Saturday, who is famed for his, well, for many, like for being a footballer mainly, Alex, but also uh, for your fist bump after beating teams. Uh, so we are going to play a game, which I want to call Pump or Dump. The rules go like this, Alex. I'm going to say some things and you say whether you would give them a fist pump or whether you would dump them and get rid of them. Okay. Let's start with VAR. Pump. Pump? Yeah. Big fan of that? Yeah, I don't mind that. Uh, it'll be a long time before League Two gets some VAR. <laughs> yeah, there, well, I feel yeah, like. well. um, what about off the football track, Piers Morgan? Pump. Pump? I don't mind him, yeah. 
Fan of Piers Morgan? Yeah, I don't mind him. He's, he's a gooner, he's a gooner, isn't he? Yeah. Oh, is he? Is this one? Yeah. Uh, what about Love Island? Pump, big pump. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> you, maybe you just love a pump. <laughs> yeah, maybe, yeah, I'm addicted. <laughs> is there anything you're going to dump? Uh, what about player swapping nationality? So uh, recently Declan Rice has gone from Ireland to joining the England squad for this yeah, weekend. Yeah, I games. think give that a pump as well. Yeah. Obviously he's a good player and he, so we want him to play for us. So. I think as long as they come to England, that's all right. Yeah. Going the other else. way, going the other way. Yeah, it's is... a dump, yeah. I agree with that. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Have you got any secret nationalities like in your grandparents or anything? No, nothing. Can no. in on it? Annoying. Um, Surely if you know King Oose, you can sort of true, yeah, divert, to, divert to being a Mali international. Yeah. Yeah. Just because you know someone from Mali, I don't think counts. Uh, what about roundabouts? Dump them. Dump. We finally yeah. found our first dump. Yeah. And Annoying, isn't they? Um, yeah. The, especially people who don't know how to use them. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking at you to see whether you did. Uh, what about moving the clocks back? Because that happens soon. We're moving forward soon. Uh, earlier, dark, darker nights. Games no. happening in the dark. Dump. Dump. We're yeah. on some serious dumps now. Um, dogs. Big pump. Big pump. Yeah. <laughs> Love to pump. <laughs> um, and finally, beating Yeovil. Yeah, pump. On Saturday. The we'll biggest pump, yeah. Big fist pump from Double pump win. Saturday, hopefully. <laughs> a double pump on Saturday? <laughs> yeah. If we beat Yeovil, I'll look forward to it. Would you even it. sing oh, the yeah. Conor McGrandall's Let's Hear It for the Dons? Or he could sing that and I could have a pump behind him. Oh, that'd no, be brilliant. Both yeah. happen at the same time. Twitter might explode. Yeah, I reckon so. <laughs> we were just talking to Alex Gilby from MK Dons. Uh, we were playing a game of Pump or Dump and we were talking about his fist pumps on Twitter. Uh, and Toby has brought up that we need to mention an old game we used to play on the show. Yeah, it was a, it was a fan favourite. <laughs> so many people tweeted in to say how much they loved the fact that Alex Gilby followed Greg right. and then hold on, unfollowed hold on. Greg. We need some tension music. So we're going to play the game, Does Alex Gilby Still Follow Me? <laughs> some tension music because... To explain, awkwardly with Alex in the room, is that you followed me at one point and then I went to check your Twitter to see something you'd said and I noticed that you'd unfollowed me. It's not like I was checking, it's just... Yeah, it sounds like you could have been checking. No, I just noticed. Subsequent times, he was yeah. then checking. And then afterwards I was checking. You, you had refollowed, that's Alex, that's a producer at a London radio station, wrong person. Uh, <laughs> and the answer is, is Alex Gilby still following me? Yes, you are still following. Great news for me, but not so much for you. Can you see the relief on his face, though? Oh, man, I've managed uh, to dodge that bullet. Oh, wait, no, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> that means I'm following you, the word following. Oh, no. Oh no! It doesn't follow back. That's why you all look so shocked. Oh, uh, Greg. Okay. Oh, has this, so, this actually happened in real music. life? <laughs> can we have, please, then, Alex Gilby, can you do a, as if you've just lost a press interview? afterwards so like as if you you're on my side i've just been unfollowed by you you've now got to do a depressing just lost what interview do, um, how does it feel gutted to be fair obviously it was a great follow to have and obviously i've lost it but um hopefully we can put things right and go again next week <laughs> <laughs> hopefully well maybe you'll be pumping your fist at that follow button to yeah, follow greg bosh, bosh, at yeah. least at least it brings a great feature back and feels next week's show or something yeah exactly yeah hopefully we can look at so thanks part of me feels bad for bringing this up yeah part of me feels like it was orchestrated but yeah something might have happened on the journey over <laughs> oh, you fair. don't know do you <laughs> yeah, no. yeah. well fingers crossed i'll keep my eyes peeled oh is it that. one of those like accident oh i unfollowed you in my pocket don't know accidents I, don't know if I'm or it. someone could have made me do it yeah fair fair you never know did someone make you do it the first time alex maybe yeah, yeah. maybe the same person made me do it today as well <laughs> 
We're all now looking at the guy who's in control of the media at MK Don. I asked you for some tracks, some music that you like to listen to before the game, but you said you don't get to pick them. Yeah, I'll leave that to Connor. I think he's um, he's a good DJ, to be fair. Who we had in before, um, and he, I'm your man from Wham. What else was it? Uh, let's hear it for the girls. Let's hear it for the girls. Yeah, um, I'm pretty sure there's some Whitney Houston going on in there yeah. as well. You ever seen any surprised faces on the opposition as they walk past? Yeah, to be fair, a few times teams have walked past and thought, what is going on in there? And, and if they could know what was going on, they'd just see Connor dancing. So. <laughs> on his own. Does he dance yeah. a lot before? Yeah, that? he does, to be fair. He's got, he's got some good moves. A bit stiff, but he's good. <laughs> <laughs> We've seen, actually, him pre-season throwing some shapes on Twitter. Yeah, he's... Um, this is going to be... Oh, what's a video we're going to have at the end of the year with you pumping, him dancing and singing? <laughs> Might be a sight for sore eyes. Um, so, do you not listen to music? So I think we see, like, uh, Chucks, when he comes out on the pitch before games, away games, to check out what the pitch is like. He's got his headphones on. He's in the zone. Are you not so much into the music side? Nah, not really. I just um, just let Connor do the, do the DJ and I just can get into the zone just by... Talking to the lads, really. Yeah. I talk a lot, so I need to get all the talking out before I go on the pitch. What about, um, uh, like, on the coach and stuff like that? Nah, I just either watch the football or so on, or just chill out, more chatting. And that's all I seem to be doing, really. To be fair, I think Chucks could play in headphones, and it probably wouldn't make an awful lot of difference to him, would it? I think he's, just, he's that sort of character who yeah. just thinks he'll shut himself away and he'll, he he'll loved, do what he needs to do. He loves his music. Like He's always got it on in the changing room, and he's always singing and dancing, so I just leave him to it. I'm quite interested as to uh, like who are you talking to on the coach? Like, because are there different sort of people who will put their headphones on and be themselves, or will, yeah, are well, I'm like sitting on their shoulder. I sit next to Louis. Right, so okay. he, he ain't gonna listen to music. So me and him just talk while the audio lads got their headphones in or napping, and me and Louis just have a chat. Talk about losing, like talking about losing after games. <laughs> Doing and stuff the press like after games if we've lost. Yeah, yeah. what are we gonna say today? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, we will continue to play MKF and playlisted stuff. Then if that's all right with you, yeah, it's perfect. Yeah. Don's play against Yeovil this afternoon. Uh, we talked to Paul Tisdale and Lincoln have pretty much, they're out in front now, right? With eight games to go? Yeah, that's right, yep. Um, so it looks like they've won the game. Is it a case, won the game, won the league? Is it a case of sort of forgetting the league now and thinking about ourselves and promotion? Do you stop talking about your own, just your own performance and we'll just look after our own game and let's just concentrate on ourselves and do we start looking at other results and do we start working out the table and points and... And today's that day, yes. I think we are. I think we're. I think we're there. I think we're getting close to it. I'd be lying if I said to you we're not looking at other results now and seeing who. Could. Let's hope they beat them and let's see if that we're there. Um, I think when you're in January time, possibly it's a bit early. Mm. But here we are. It's mid March, and I think we're ready to go. We were looking at Mansfield's running, weren't we? Uh, compared to our running, I mean, arguably theirs is a little bit easier. But in this league, I mean, I know it's a cliche to say, but anyone can beat anyone and anyone does. Yeah, that's it. It's a weird topsy-turvy league. I mean, we saw a couple of weeks ago, didn't we, that Morecambe can beat MK Dons and they are struggling at the wrong end of the table. Macclesfield took the lead against Dons as well and they're in the relegation zone. So you never can write any games off. Um, You never can take any games for granted. Of course, today, Dons taking on Yeovil which is a massive one. Yeovil at the wrong end of the table. Don's fighting for automatic promotion. So you can never write any games off. Um, I think Tiz is right. You've only, you can only really look at your own results. Yes, you can maybe have a sly eye on somebody else's game, but you can never think, oh, well, they're playing them, so therefore we need to do better. Mm. We need, they'll only get a point there, so we, need, we can afford to draw here. 
Mm. Um, but it does make the games all the more exciting if you're looking at your phone the whole way through uh, to, to see what the league table's like, who's gone where. Well, that's it. You, that's that's part of the fun of the the last bit of the season, isn't it? Everybody's you know muttering. There's always that air of sort of uncertainty as you know one team's doing something what are all the connotations and that's the stage we're in a a favorite of mine of those situations was uh the last game of the season promotion year where colchester got a penalty yeah that's right against Preston. preston and everyone cheered yes because they thought you know half of them thought that it was a penalty half of them thought you know while they were cheering that it was a penalty half of them were cheering because they thought that Colchester had scored the penalty yeah. and then there was that unerring sort of because they hush missed they because missed they missed it they missed the penalty and it was just for the players it must have been so it must weird. have been such like, a surreal they, scenario as, as, as the fans are cheering when they haven't scored yeah and, so that and was a then, really weird scenario but then there was that atmosphere of no it's not good news yes so and then yeah, the players must have been like, "Well, I, yeah, what, what, what are you dealing on? that because I've just put a pass out of play? Like the whole place has only gone. Oh no, we're not going to go up because uh, that pass is out of play." Uh, we talked to Paul Tisdale earlier, more specifically, Toby Locke did the manager of MK Dons. You went out in the summer. We all said, you know, MK Dons need a striker. MK Dons need a striker. You went out and bought a load of centre halves because obviously you thought Dons needed centre halves. Um, that's obviously proven to be the case given the, the level of injuries that you've had. I mean, how frustrating is it that you 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 fix that? seemingly fix that problem but every time you get one back someone else seems to fall well, it's, it's, it's actually a really good question because it, it's, it's not an excuse of course it's not something we, we, we discuss in terms of it affecting our performance but you know there is a correlation between continuity the ability to develop a team uh, develop um, partnerships and, and, and um, understanding within a unit on the pitch over a period of time tends to produce better performances we had a long period of two or three months where we had very few injuries in that position and you could see what happened with our results and it was the it was the, the starting point, the bedrock of our performances. Since then it seemed to have just gone, you know, we literally haven't known from one month to the next what our, our defenders are going <coughs> to, what, what which ones will be available. Um, it's at the point now where it's affecting the, our ability to play three at the back or not, um, which has been more the case recently, we haven't been able to. So. It's been a shame that we haven't been able to take a lot of our play that we, we, we developed up until Christmas time and then build on it. We've sort of had to go backwards a bit and not reinvent ourselves, but just put a team on the pitch that's, that's competitive. So it's been, a, it's been an unusual year. I mean, I had it at Exeter in recent years, another year where there were lots of injuries in that position. So um, I've been burned by it before. We have had enough strength in depth so you know one thing we have got here at MK Dons is a deep enough squad to cover it and only just mind you recently only just um, but it's been something we, we really wanted to develop and I think we've been a little bit um, we've been held back a little bit since Christmas without being able to really develop the play we wanted to do but we're still being competitive and uh, we've still got a good chance. It's something uh, people uh, have mentioned before about previous Dons managers and managers of other football clubs about not being able to adapt. Uh, and it's something Portisdale has brought to the side that there was, look, there was this system we were going to play. We've lost the players, we're not able to, and we've been able to adapt and win. Absolutely. And sometimes players don't fit a system, you know, as good as players can be. Um, sometimes they don't have the the attributes to fit into a system but what we think we've seen recently is is MK Dons have many different systems to to sort of highlight strengths of, of players who might not fit into one but fit perfectly into another Dons on Saturday with Greg Burnett and Toby Locke 
MKFF. What a great show, if I do say so myself. One of our better ones. Especially the first half of Alex Gilby. Hello, Alex, you're still here. Hello. Um, we had, Toby had written some questions I mentioned before that he wanted to ask you, um, but we didn't get around to it. We didn't have time on it, so I thought we could ask them in this podcast outro. Exclusive for those who've stuck around. Let's do it. Till the end. Okay, so, which... Nearly fell over. Which fellow teammate fancies themselves the most? Um, fancies himself. I'd say Bailey Cargill. He's having himself massively, yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, I think we've got a video clip of you doing the um, Ryan Watson smolder oh, from yeah. when you went to the hospital. He's, I mean, I, I imagine he's quite up there. His yeah, Watto on Instagram and all that. He yeah. loves it. But in real life, Bailey thinks he's got a bit. Fair. Can I Fair. tell you the best looking footballer? Olivier Giroud. Yeah, he's got a bit, isn't he? What a looker. Anyway, carry on. <laughs> Which footballer do you think pump. Drake fancies? Uh, <laughs> Olivia Giroud. Pump. pump. Big time. Yeah. Double um, pump. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be th- generous. <laughs> Who thinks they're smart, but they're really not? Um, Stewie Moore. Yeah. He thinks he's got a bit puff. He's well off it. Fair enough. Fair yeah. enough. <laughs> <laughs> You've got to be a special kind to be a goalkeeper, though, aren't you? Yeah, they're different, aren't they? Mm. Mm. Who would you least like to be on the wrong side of? So if you've like you've wound them up in training or something, you think... Oh, I shouldn't have done that. Um, probably King Oose. Yeah? Yeah, you can get in trouble, be headed or something like that. So <laughs> You don't want to, yeah, the, king, yeah. the kingdom of Cissé, you don't want to be in there. Is, yeah. is he like a current day monarch where they don't have much power? Is he like a Game of Thrones monarch? Yeah, I think he's more Game of Thrones. Yeah, he's yeah. Took, took well to the role. Tries to like shame people <laughs> yeah, does, for doing yeah. things and stuff like that. Seriously, what is all that about? Self-proclaimed, I think, more than anything. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> it's a military coup. He's just rolled in in his in his massive four by four. Said, "Right, I'm the king." Hey, yeah, he, the king. Beats, he beats you over with a last minute header or something. He can be king. Yeah, he can be king you know? if he wants. Yeah. Does he follow you, Greg? Probably not. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the player in the dressing room who knows all of their stats? Knows all their stats. Probably George Williams. Yeah. Yeah, he's he loves all that. I mean, he's big in the fantasy football game as well, isn't he? Yeah, he, he gets he, obsessed with things, doesn't he? Mm, so he's fair enough. looking at it and that. Who is Lano's nightmare in the kit? In when it comes to their kit, so Lano's the kit man. Frenchy, Matty Baldry. Yeah, he's just so scruffy. Everything's everywhere. I think a few of the lads taped his stuff up yesterday. Um, Jake Heskiff, if you're listening, it was you. <laughs> I do you know? I was listening to the Peter Crouch podcast. Have you listened to that? Not yet. No, it's great. And he said about how shirts cost the players have to they get to and then they have to pay for shirts. Yeah. So when you swap a shirt at the end of the game. You have to pay. Yeah, Lano starts crying. Yeah. Do you? So, is there ever a situation like he said where you just you don't want to swap with someone because you're like, this is going to cost me fifty quid? Yeah. I, to be fair, even like no no fans really want my shirt anyway, and no one we play against wants my shirt, <laughs> so I'm pretty safe. <laughs> Save my money. So you're all right. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Maybe we we we'll check out Alex's wardrobe. He's got a pile of them signed already, <laughs> ready to <laughs> go. ready to go. Give out. Trying like to, try to give them away. No one wants them. <laughs> You come in on Monday like, oh, I had to give another shirt away, Lalo. <laughs> another fan after it. When they're, all, when they're all in like the discount bucket at the end of the season, yeah. Alex goes in and buys them all. Like, yeah, I'll have, all, yeah. Uh, yeah, Gilby on the back, please. When, yeah. when you've retired, every charity auction goes yeah. and has got a signed Alex Gilby shirt. <laughs> and finally, who is the celebrity name dropper? Russell Martin. Oh, yeah, that's a yeah, good one. He obviously, he's played. He told me about 10 times he scored at Anfield. 15 <laughs> times he's captain Scotland. So, yeah, I'll give that to Russ. He's been about... Fair. I mean, I know you, that you gave some stick to Joe Walsh as well for... Oh, yeah, Walsh, he loves Gareth the Bale. Aaron Ramsey and Gareth Bale shout but it's got to be Russ. He's took it to a new level. Fair, fair. Is there much... So, I'm trying to think of the current squad. So, obviously, Lewington, but, like, much hanging around from Delhi. People talking about playing with Delhi and stuff um, like that. No, nah, not really. 
which is mad because for the fans, he's such a. Because I mean, one player isn't bigger than the club, but he's such an icon for yeah, Cam Don's so well fans. Um, but it's madness that it's only Lewington now that's... Yeah. Is it that right? Only Lewington? Yeah. And, and Walsh. Yeah, Joe Walsh. Maybe George Williams might have trained with him and played with him in the, yeah. in the youth setup. When they were kids or something, when yeah. they were 13. Uh, well, thank you, Alex. Was yeah, it? thank you for having me. Um, and also, we asked Connor, I know, because at the beginning of doing this, we were asking for reviews from people. So if you've got some kind of re- review to put together. Yeah, I've enjoyed it. Yeah. So yeah, solid... Eight out of ten. Wow, well, that's decent. That's We're definitely yeah. putting that one on TripAdvisor. A mate. lot better yeah. than Connor saying, "Yeah, the coffee was nice." Mm. Yeah, was the coffee? The nice? coffee was very nice. Yeah, but you didn't make it, so no, no. But we've provided it. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Thing to, uh, <laughs> to mention. Good luck this afternoon. Thank you, um, and thank you very much for coming in. And you're always welcome again. Can we finish with Alex Gilby's least favourite person he's ever worked with? Least <laughs> no, I'm joking. You don't, you don't I was actually going to say someone there. You, <laughs> you should have left that one. You should have let that one run, Greg.